Lisboa, Bruxelas, Varsóvia. Europe is us with Dino. Europe is us, but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. I'm Dino, a Slovenian journalist working at Euronet Plus, the radio network bringing you this podcast. This is the last episode for this year. Thank you all for being here with us. And I promise you we'll be back with more content made by youth for youth. Because we need to be heard, so keep following the journey of the Europe is Us podcast. Today we'll have a look at the Euronet Plus Summit Europe at Play. What do young people expect from EU politics that was held in Brussels on the 8th of December? We invited three MEPs to discuss several topics such as climate change, mental health, COVID-19, education and employment. Dace Melbarde from the European People's Party and Latvia, Irina Joveva from Renew Europe and Slovenia and Tilly Metz from the European Free Alliance, the Greens and from Luxembourg were talking to young influencers and answering questions proposed by journalists from our Euronet Plus network. Let's focus on the European Year of Youth first. How does Irina Joveva look at it at the very end of it? I think that we have done a lot and I'm sure that we would have done less if this wasn't a year dedicated to youth, unfortunately, because um, we, well not we, they <laughs> forget about uh, young people um, quite um, a lot of times, you know, and we always, I think we always have to not only think about them, but um, speak with them and, um, and uh, you know, um, accept their ideas, their comments, everything. We are doing that not enough. Um, but in this year, I think it was better. Um, and I think that we have to learn from everything that we got in this year and also take it, not only in the next year, but next years, mm -hmm. um, so that we, um, we bring um, European Union and what we do to the, to the youngsters, because, you know, um, we are doing this for them, you know? Yeah. Um, just just uh, one, one last uh, sentence. Um, I think uh, that the events that we have had uh, are fine, but um, we still have to do a lot, a lot, a lot more on the legislative uh, things. Well, I also spoke with a few MEPs as I brought the Europe is Us podcast with me to Strasbourg and they all said that the end of 2022 shouldn't mean the end of the EU's focus on youth. What more can we do? What are Dace Melbarde's suggestions? I think it's important that we look at the uh, results of the year, not only in the quantitative sense, uh, but also uh, what, will, uh, what, what is the long-term effect of the year. And uh, I think that, that one, one good initiative really I would like to highlight is the uh, EU use test. Uh, and I truly uh, hope that it will be really efficient instrument uh, uh, with a holistic approach how we will really engage young people in the future uh, uh, policy uh, plannings. So because the idea of the use test is uh, that uh, uh, we uh, respect and uh, measure uh, needs of the young people in the all type of uh, EU policies and we also encourage uh, national uh, policy makers to do, do the same. Uh, so, and uh, I think that uh, we, we now have to concentrate that really uh, to, um, to have it uh, as a real mechanism, not just to le leave it on the paper. Uh, the second issue I'd like to uh, raise here is that I think that it's very good that this year highlighted the um, uh, uh, the health issues of young people, uh, 
so uh, in particular mental health issues. Uh, so and uh, I do hope that uh, the next step will be um, uh, will be a, a, a European plan for mental health protection in uh, education and in the uh, training. Somehow I agree with my colleague that we, we uh, that year. Uh, that uh, the that, uh, annual year somehow uh, is going to the end, but uh, our work for young people should continue and it should be uh, constant and we should concentrate uh, really on the real, uh, real engagement of young people. The discussion in Brussels was quite open. Some questions flew in from all over Europe. This one is from Antonia from Germany. Tilly Metz answered it afterwards. from Germany. Why did people in Germany hear so little about the European Year of Youth? Yeah, so I think it's um, what what has been missing is certainly okay. It was announced end of the year 2021. So I think for some association and NGOs, it was very difficult to prepare themselves. There was a lot. I was looking a little bit what was happening. So there were 8,500 activities. Uh, there were a lot of countries. There were also policy initiatives. There were the budget raising. But I think um, that we have, and I, that is my main demand, that we don't make it now a one shot year, but that we have to change the system. And as I said, it's a question about democracy and that we need to regularly listen to them and make them more participate. So I think what was missing is maybe also the time to prepare uh, for, the, for this year and also to have a clear following up. But maybe it is, as you said, too early to speak about that, that we need concrete steps, we need legislation now following in order not to make it nice to have, but to make it really a system change to have young people more included in the discussion, because as I said, it's about their future. And what remain the main concerns of youth after our year? Let's hear the guesses of all three invited MEPs. I must say I really appreciated uh, all what the Fridays for Future are doing, all those youngsters going for the, on the street, uh, fighting for their future, fighting about climate change. They want action. So if you would ask me, I think they are really worried about the climate change, the biodiversity loss. Um, second, of course, I would say employment. They are worried about do I have a job? Can I live? I mean, we are in times of a, of multiple crises. Uh, we lived in the, in the, in the, we had a pandemic. We are still in it. We have war on the continent of, of Europe. So we have this energy crisis. So I think they really worried about, about in general, their, their, their future. So that would be my two main points, what job, inflation and climate change. I think it's very much depends on the region uh, of Europe uh, they've been living. Uh, I believe that in, uh, in the region I live, uh, I, I'm, I'm from Latvia, the young people uh, really uh, feel a little bit afraid of war going on quite close to our borders. So it's one. Um, uh, it's if we look at the geopolitics, uh, then uh, uh, if we look, look at Europe barometer, then uh, every time we see that one of the strong priorities is education for many young people. Uh, also, the and and what is important for young people that uh, relationships, relationships, having friends, uh, having good time. 
Um, then, of course, uh, I agree that climate change is overarching interest of uh, many young people, and I'm happy that young people uh, think about it more than even adults. Uh, but I have to add that, that, that uh, in our region, I think that social inequality also comes out as one of the uh, priorities that should be put on the agenda of, of politics uh, more and more. I speak with them a lot, you know, because I answer them like directly on Facebook or Instagram and I think they really appreciate, you know, like, when they get an answer from a politician. Um, and they, they, their questions are like very um, uh, different and it really depends uh, on a case by case actually issue. But if I focus, because mostly of course I speak from young people from Slovenia because I'm from there. And um, first thing that they want to know, not worried, but they really want to know what we are doing, not only for them, but like in general, because they uh, find it hard to understand because they feel like we are so far away and we, they feel like we are not doing anything or at least not enough for, for them. So that's the main issue that I speak with them, you know, when I'm trying to, to explain to them what I'm doing or what we are doing. But what they are worried about the most, I think that I have to agree here with, with my colleague uh, Lili, um, it's really about the climate change and the jobs, especially I think the jobs. Um, yeah. Influencers reach many and also hear from many. Lukas is one of them. Let's hear the question of one of the representatives of youth at this debate. I would stick with the young people and uh, themes that uh, they are really interested in, like for example climate change and so on. Uh, sometimes it could be pretty disparate to make some, uh, some strikes, uh, some protests and so on and don't see any result in, in the end. Uh, what can young people do? like really do at the European Parliament? Is there any way uh, that uh, they can participate more than just go to some protest or uh, on some strike? So, first of all, I think it's very important that they know that the people they are in the future, or I hope as soon as possible, be able to vote, to analyze a little bit what are they really standing for. So, or analyzing also what are they voting for. So, it's again, information literacy is, is very important so that they get the information, but that they ask also to meet with with politicians and say, say, tell me openly what are you fighting for when you are the council, as a minister, so to, to understand better. But at the European level, we have also the European Citizens Initiative. So you can start really like a European petition when you are, when you are young. You can come, of course, to visit. And I think we as a European Parliament are one of the most transparent parliaments of the world. So you can come and listen. I don't know how it's in other political groups, but you can come and listen what are our discussions at the Greens FR group, you can come and listen to a committee meeting. You, of course, can listen to the plenary uh, and it's also streamed online. So information is really key. And at the European level, there are different entrants where you can really see what is really happening there. Of course, visits are always uh, welcome, really, to see on the ground how is our daily life here and what are we what are also our competence what we can decide and what not and i think it's important to, to understand that that it's more efficient to join forces with other young people and to be part of ngo 
Uh, I think it's a one gateway how to uh, engage more purposefully in, in, in setting up the EU agenda uh, through young people, so European Youth Forum, for instance. Uh, and I think the second issue I'd like to, uh, to, to, uh, to raise here is if you want to be active and really to influence something, you, ha you have to be ready to learn a lot. It's not enough just to have your knowledge at school. You have to be ready to learn additionally. So to, uh, to, and, and there are so many opportunities online now provided by so uh, absolutely magnificent universities of the world. And, uh, and many of these opportunities are free of charge. So, uh, uh, and, and uh, language, I think that uh, um, foreign learning foreign languages, it's very important. If you want to be active a citizen of European Union, you have to, uh, you, you have to know language. Yes. more. I completely agree with both of you, but maybe just to add, I think that every one of us uh, should have at least one trainee. It's important, paid obviously, just to be uh, exact, but I think it's important for them to come here and, you know, to see from first hand, not just to hear about it and, you know, listen to us or whatever, but to come here and see what actually we are doing and what can also they do, you know, to contribute. Because, I don't know, um, I will speak for myself, but my trainees are not making me coffee or bringing me some purses or whatever, you know. They really do stuff that also my assistants do. And I think it's important that we treat them like people that are capable of doing it. Because they are, you know, and we shouldn't look at them as, I mean, yes, they are young, but they can give a lot. I mean, they can teach also us a lot. I agree that they have to teach a lot, but they, they can also teach us really a lot. And that's it for this year. Please do reach out. Tell us what you want us to include in the next year's Europe is Us podcast, and we'll do our best to work on your proposals. So let's have a chat. You can find me on social media. We can and should be heard, and the EU should hear what we have to say because Europe is us. Lisboa, Brussels, Varsava.